Welcome back to the TNT BNB podcast. On these episodes, we'll be bringing in a guest host to discuss certain categories of movies. Categories such as movies around the world, franchisees, and genre. Certain directors, actors, actresses, and so much more. So sit back, mix a drink, and enjoy. Listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of this. Here we go again. We are back on an off Star Wars week. So the topic of discussion tonight will be best or favorite Netflix original film. Which I had no idea how many there were until I started actually looking at it. But Jesus. Oh, yeah, there's a ton. Oh, I know. Just Google it. I mean, every they must release like, well, I wanna, I'm, I'm saying 40 or 50 a year, Netflix originals, but it, I feel like it's that number. It might be actually more. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so we haven't really changed much up, but, like, we, we're still doing the McMasters and um, Diet Pepsi, of course. Um, but yeah, I, what do you got going on? Well, you know, you, you, you make me feel terrible because I do try to switch it up every single week. <laughs> so, well, I'm going to go ahead. I went back to the single barrel Okay. that we got. Yeah. But I made it into an old fashioned. Ooh. Okay. But I use that, those really expensive, um, cherries. Oh, um, the, the ones that are like nineteen dollars a jar because they're like actually candied maraschino cherries, but they're yes. like they were. It was like the company was founded like in eighteen twenty four or something, and they're Eugenie or whatever. I don't know, but they're like really like they're like they're not in a pink syrup. They're in like a darker brown syrup. They have them at Meyer and stuff, but yeah. So I did like that old fashioned. I put a couple of extra shots of bitters in there. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, kind of like muddled it. I mean, so it's kind of like definitely a sipping drink. I'm used to doing um, a splash of soda on top of it, but I didn't do that tonight. Mm-hmm. We yeah, were actually definitely... going to do a white Russian, but we that weren't sure. last week. Well, no, we were talking about it again later on yesterday, I think. No, oh, were we? Um, because we have everything to make them. But I was like, how the hell do you make this in a bedroom, basically, podcast room? Like, we don't have a kitchen nearby. <laughs> Like, it's just going to curdle. It's not going to be good. So, that's we, when you had to get yourself an ice bucket. You know, like how they do wine stands yeah. next to a uh, table and have like your half and half <laughs> sitting yeah. at the ice, yeah. like, a, like a bottle of wine. Well, we got a makeshift ice bucket that we use. Yeah, the, it doesn't work very the well. bubba that I brought to Mexico. That's always good. Mm hmm. Yeah, but no, I just thought I'd go back with this rainy day. I mean, I don't know. It had been a long time since I did, you know, even a bourbon. It's a bourbon. It's a single malt bourbon, you know, a single oh, good stuff. bourbon. It's been a long time since I did a bourbon. We, and still, I, we still have like half of yeah, that. Yeah, we thing. haven't really touched it since. No. Well, that being said, it was just like, you know, because we're just talking about, you know, I even told her, she's like, yeah, I have a, I have leftover stuff. And, you know, we're talking about the wedding that I did and she had the leftover. I'm like, don't you want to just keep that stuff and for future reference? Yeah. She like goes, it, no. It doesn't go bad. That's like, what I was saying. And I was like, okay. I mean, I mean, I told her I, I wanted to grab a couple of them. You know, it's not a big deal to me. 
there's it's always good to have the stuff in case someone shows up at your house or that's you how need... i feel like i have a liquor cabinet that i just have stockpile of liquor i buy from costco all the time like, yeah, so i like, like having i have people that just show up randomly yeah so you don't you got to be able to have something i mean i'm granted you know you know we don't have kids you know but you know you got to have stuff at the house you know so i always felt like you have to have stuff at the house but I'm like, yeah, so I was like, I just kind of looked around what I had today in the house, and I'm like, oh, I haven't poured that bourbon for a while. Kind of went around, and I'm like, oh, I forgot I bought these forever ago. <laughs> and I had bought, like, these, um, I had bought those, and I had bought these gourmet, like, olives, like, these really big ones, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, like, those ones, I mean, they almost look like, they're, like, almost, not, like, like that pale green though almost like an emerald green like they're a special one or something and i was like oh maybe i'll do a martini but then the old-fashioned one out yeah so single single barrel bourbon old-fashioned can't nice. go wrong on a rainy day like that no, no not at all that actually mm -hmm. sounds pretty good yeah so as you run downstairs to see how much you have <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have to like have all the stuff to make it though. I mean, you got to have the sugar and you got to have the burgers and you got to have all that. Yeah. I mean, I did have, I did have some sweet vermouth too. So Manhattan could have went the other way too. So I didn't know what was going to go on there. Yeah. And that's where I need to restock my bar with more tonic and bullshit like that. Cause it's getting pretty sad in there. Yeah. yeah more often than not, we're not getting too fancy. That's booze but, and you know. a mixer. <laughs> booze and a mixer booze and a mixer and that is it <laughs> yeah make it happen well, the, well this is my one little fancy moment here today that's my one little fancy moment <laughs> <laughs> yep well after a new haircut and yeah you, you, you drink a manhattan you gotta feel fancy uh, yeah i had a massage today too oh shit you really lived it up <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow is eyelashes and eyebrows so you gotta you know gotta keep up on this stuff you know getting that age group yep exactly <laughs> uh, dude, so can we find any more stuff that we have to do to keep ourselves up nowadays <laughs> oh exactly yeah yeah all so, right you know you're gonna go first because i usually do and always good and you know always in suspense because you know in all honesty i would be shocked if any of us chose the same one yeah i would be too so sure. here we go okay uh, um shit so netflix originals for me let's just be real here um there was a lot that i wanted to see that i'm just like I don't have time to watch 50 movies because I wanted to see that many almost like that one. I wanted to see this one. I wanted to see this one. I want to see. So a lot of them I had to go into how I felt after I got to work. What type of movie could I deal with after my day? <laughs> That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> so that is how I feel. I'm like, what did I have a spicy day? Did I have, you know, whatever. So, you know, and I'll just talk about the movies I've seen. Army of the Dead, great movie. Would love, love it. Um, I saw a what is it? A woman in the window. Woman in the window. Great movie. Love it. 
you know, I know it was a knockoff of Hitchcock and stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, okay, it was good, but not my choice at that time. Um, The Fear Street movies. Fear Street movies were fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Freaking awesome. Great movies. Would love to see them again. Uh, Did a podcast on them. But, so, this movie drew my attention. A, because of the world we live in. And how, I guess, our elderly are taken care of. But I care a lot. Okay. Um... It has an IMDb of 6.3, Meta 66, has Rosamund Pikes, Rosamund, Rosamund Pikes, Peter D- uh, Dinklage, um, gosh, I chose Isa Gonzalez, Isa Gonzalez, Gonzalez, man, um, Diane um, Wielst. Diane Weist. Weist. Man, these okay. people have some really messed up names. Um, Chris Diane Messina. Weist. <laughs> yeah, W-I-E-S-T. Yeah, Weist. Honey, she what? was in Lost Boys. Yeah. She was in Edward Scissorhands. Exactly. But okay. <laughs> we're going with the names here. Okay, okay. We're going with the names. Um, but not anybody really of note after that. Um. So it got a meta score of 78%, audience 35%. Is that Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, Rotten Tomatoes. What yeah. was the meta score and the IMDb score? I already said that. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I don't think you did. Oh. Well, I said 6.3 and 66 meta. I did say Maybe that. you did. I don't know. Yeah. Um, when did you start drinking since you're waiting for me to get my hair done? Um, no, it's just medical okay. <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not much. I can't find a budget for it. But yeah, there'll be no box office numbers. Yeah. Um, well, I did notice that, you know, they do like to like, they do list how many how many views yeah i did notice that one you know when they i was googling like you know ranking of rank top whatever when they were ranking like evidently the number one ranked movie oh worldwide it made 1.35 million okay um but nothing after that yeah so what i really like about this movie is there there's no good guy. There, There's none. Did you see this by chance? Yes, I did. Okay. I saw this. When it first came out, I think it just came out, what, like three three or four months ago? 2020 is what it said yep. on IMDb. Well, I, I know I saw it, like, right in, I want to say, June of this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, But there, there's no good guy. It's about this lady who they have a wall, uh, art wall, I guess is the best thing to call it, of all these elderly folks that have money but don't have siblings and don't have 
Um, anybody take care of them? So they have a doctor who forges like, oh, we could say they have um, Alzheimer's, blah, 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 blah. So they considered this, um, the one older lady, um, what was her name again? Um, Weiss? Weist. Weist. Diane Weist. Weist. Mm-hmm. Um, but they chose her because supposedly she had a great background. She was in like accounting firms. She has a really good amount of money, but she's not having anybody to take care she has of her. Zero family. And so they they're like, This is the cherry. She has a That's ton right. of money. She has this. And um we're gonna make it happen. Like so basically the doctor's like, I can forge a little bit here and say that she lost her mind when she actually did, but it was just a short time. Like it was no big deal, but you got to give me like X amount of percentage of your company. So after they overlooked everything, like this is too good to be true. Let's do it. Well, one thing I got about this is so because I've dealt with this with my family a little bit. If you have enough money in the bank account, why would you auction off the house and every belonging before she went to court? That's the one thing I had about this movie. I was like, okay, there's enough to give you the money for the next three, four years, obviously, because you have millions of dollars in the bank account, accordingly to what they said. But, why are you auction off the house? You can just leave that empty and just, you know, you like if you're the guardian, you should be like that was one thing I'd, I felt like the judge just said, why did you do that? Well, that was the thing about watching the movie. I thought the judge was even in on it. Yeah, but and they never really yeah. said it. No, and I don't think he was by the time the movie ended, but no. And- yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying there, too. Oh, I didn't bring up Peter Dinklage. He's in this Game of Thrones. Like, man. Yeah, he's playing a Russian mob guy, I suppose. And that's where they finally find out, like, after, like, um, the, the older lady gave him a bunch of hell. Like, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what you've done. And this and that and finally like their lives are getting fucked with and you find out that the son is Peter Dinklage and he works for the Russian mafia or whatever and they stole her name so her, her name once they really looked into it died at like six months years six months yeah his mother was living under a false identity yeah so that's why she had such a clean name and all this money, but it's all fake. And um, I don't know. I I like Peter Dinklage as an actor. I think he's actually very great. I just feel bad that he got locked into the having that name for the Game of Thrones. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the one thing, like, having a career that long... It definitely made you a definitely a certain character. I I mean I don't think it's that it made him a cer- certain character. It's that any time he pops up on screen, it's oh that's Tyrion Lannister. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's 
not necessarily shoehorned in casting, but anytime somebody sees him, yeah, the association is, is there. Yeah, it's Tyrion Lannister. Exactly. So there's kind of an ebb and flow to having a part of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's like why I wanted to talk about this movie is because you have two evils. There is no goodness. Because, I mean, I'll just go right to the point. At the end, her, like, um, the main character and Tyrion, um, Tyrion, I was going to say, Peter Dinklage, they combined their resources together to scam the whole United States or the country. And that was sketchy as hell. Yeah. But, like, and then she ends up getting shot at the end. Like, she didn't win. Which was a tie into the beginning also, which yeah. I, I liked. Exactly. So there's a lot going on in this movie that, you know, you just don't you just don't get by on scamming the system. You're going to get caught up no matter what. And that's well, what happened. She got shot. Well, that's, you know, one of the main things you were talking about, the fact that there really is no good guy. I mean, they're all, they're all antagonists or pro, not protagonists, whatever. And they, the, their evilness or manipulations of their surroundings and how they deal with life, how it goes, are playing well off of each other. At the same time, they're conflicting. I, yep. the, it's, you can't say that's the good guy and that one's going to triumph because everyone is portrayed with their own flaws throughout the whole movie because they're a con man or they're scamming people out of money or like this, you know, well, she will happen to be, you know, hiding from because her son was the Russian. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like everyone has their secrets. Totally. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is, is I don't know. I just really enjoyed. And did Peter Dinklage die at the end too? <laughs> no. No. no, I don't remember that. Okay, He'd, I don't think you saw him after they made that deal in the hospital. That's right, because he wanted to stay under wraps. Where she, she made the company, she was the face. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he made her a bunch of money, and yeah, that is, I don't know, that is the all-time, like, you talk to your mom and her friend said the same thing. Like there is no good. <laughs> there is not a likable character in this movie. No, and that's we're... why I chose this movie. Cause I thought it would be fun to talk about. And there's not many movies out there where you're like, there, there's a, not like nobody's good. Like I, off the top of my mind, I can't think of one. No. I mean, there are <clears throat> several movies where the main character is a bad person, but you still root and like him and or her and everything. But I didn't root but for But I anybody. wasn't rooting for anybody in this movie. Like, it was a different no, dynamic in that sense. And that's the whole point, because there was a different dynamic, because it was... Did anyone see the movie Heartbreakers? Yes, with Sigourney Weaver. You know, you're looking at even even then they made the con 
the con con women con yes. scheme. You had Jennifer Love Hewitt and yeah. yes, yeah. But they even even then they made them become good in the end. Yeah, they you were, know what that, I mean? that one had those characters had their come to Jesus moment, so to speak. Yeah. Yes. None of them had it in this movie. No, (laughs) No, they didn't. So that's the whole point. None of them had to come to Jesus. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm trying to talk about there. Yeah, so that's, yeah. But so, yeah, definitely I can see where, you know, and that well, the other movie, I mean, you think of, what is it, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels? Oh, I loved that with uh, Martin. uh, I mean, yeah. Do they do they have come to Jesus moments too, or do they continue on their scams also? Well, this one, yeah, they continued on their scams, but Ooh. the end result was the fact that someone died. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. How about the one that it was your one movie? Shit, I can't think of it. Tom Hanks. Um, they bought the shitty house. Money pit. Yeah, money pit. And the older people at the end, you see, they sold another house in Italy or wherever the hell. Uh-huh. Um, like, they didn't learn their. They just kept getting by and scamming yeah. people. Yeah, they did. So that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, it definitely, you know, so that's the whole point. You know, they're, you know, most of the times you see that these con scam game artists, whatever movies, and they all have their come to Jesus moment and like, Pull the line and go back to the norm, but this one, they didn't, no. and the consequences were real and death and all this stuff. So yeah, this was definitely a good movie. Like I said, I watched it in June. It came out like I think the year before, like you said, but yeah, it was so beautiful. Twenty twenty, like um, first time I saw it, I think it was a week ago, um, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And like I said, the main reason why I chose it, to be honest, is because I wanted to talk about it. And mm-hmm. I didn't think a lot of people were going to choose this. And with the healthcare system and what's going on in life I right thought- now, like you don't know what's what happens to people that don't have guardians. And that's where you think about, you know, what's going on in this world in general is that what's going on well there's there's a unique parallel to that too with what's now like the whole reason she got shot at the end was because he couldn't be with his mother as she died yeah he was a crazy guy he He wasn't crazy she she portrayed him to be crazy in the original court case at the beginning okay yeah you're right but it's just that parallel where People are dying, or not really anymore, but at the start of it, people were dying by themselves and people couldn't go see their family. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of ironic, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. With but, COVID? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't think about that until you said that. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Cool way yeah. to say it. Yeah. So... I mean, well, I want to see what I saw this movie. I mean, it didn't have the be- didn't have the best Rotten Tomato score on this movie, but I, I mean, I did enjoy this movie great, too. It had a great Rotten, but a bad audience. Audience was thirty five. Rotten was seventy seven. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I enjoyed this movie. I want to say I give it at least a six when I saw it. I mean, it was it was compelling enough. I would probably watch it again. Yeah, I want to get a six five to be honest. Like, I just think it was a great movie, and 
I mean, I keep saying this, but I mean, it's the truth. Like, it's a good discussion movie with any friends or whatever, because that is that is kind of what you start thinking. Like, what happens to these people that don't have families, that don't have that, like, nobody to go check up on them. You have your local neighbor right next to you who's losing their mind and Mm -hmm. nobody's there to take care of them. I mean, I just hope there's good guardians out there, to be honest, not like this this crazy lady that, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, there's this, this has brought a bunch of reality to my head. Like, what is going on in this world? Is there that many scammers? Like, I'd feel, I couldn't sleep at night. I think there is that many scammers. That's sick. Yeah, I think this is probably more prevalent than we even realize. Yeah. And this was by the people of Gone Girl? No. It was just the... The girl that, why they put it on the video. Okay, the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Rosamund Pike or Rosamund Pike from Gone Girl. Okay, gotcha. Which she's amazing. She's a good yeah. actress. I like her a lot. I mean, when you say her, I mean, I can automatically picture her. Then I like, I have a minute time to think of what else she's been in. Oh my god, I'm having a minute. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't really, I'm not all that familiar with her either, other than Gone Girl. She's got a new show on Amazon coming out. Yeah, she Real is like such. Oh yeah, wheel time. Yes, yes, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Which I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I rated mine. I said six five. You said what six? I said six. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I'd be probably a five eight. I don't know if I'd watch this again right away, but I didn't. I hate watching it. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a, you know, fun conversation piece. Yeah. All right. So, like I said, there's like, I found a list online that had 1,700 Netflix original movies on it. Oh, my God. I don't know if they were all, like, available in North America, because I know different countries have different shit streaming. But I went through most of it, and I was surprised by how many movies I'd actually seen that were Netflix originals. And we did watch a few new ones, but I went to one of the older ones, which I, I think I may have brought up before, but never used it on a podcast and that is what about monday oh yes love this movie came out in 2017 has an imdb score of 6.9 a meta score of 47 ron tomatoes of 61 percent tomato meter 67 percent audience it had a 20 million dollar budget and this one also got an international release, and it made $27,975,429. It was directed by 
Tommy Wercola, written by Max Botkin and Carrie Williamson. I am a huge fan of Numi Rapace. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'm saying her name correctly or not, but ever since the girl with the dragon tattoo, I've been a huge fan of her. Yeah, I'm a I love her as an actress. Yes. And yes. It's a sci-fi movie. It's kind of dis- it's futuristic, it's dystopian, I suppose. But essentially it's there's overpopulation and a lack of resources, so everybody is limited to one child. And it's got Willem Dafoe in it, who plays the grandfather of these seven girls who get born. And he decides to keep them hidden and just name them based on the days. And it turns out that they're named that way because they go out on the their birth name. So Monday goes out on Monday. Thursday goes out on Thursday. And they have to literally live a singular life as seven individual people. Which is just a a fascinating idea to me. Did you ever see Orphan Black? Yes. It's it's, it's kind of the same thing. Just just something about that that I like a lot. And, I mean... The movie is what happened on Monday. Monday doesn't come home one night. And it's basically kind of a mystery thriller. They need to find out what happened on Monday without getting caught themselves. And I don't know. It, it's a fantastic movie. Absolutely. I'm going to agree with you on this one. Um, I watched it initially on... Um, Netflix when I first saw it. And I had put it on my list of my list, you know, and it's it sat there for a while, then I finally watched it. And then um Jim and I watched it. So and he's like, That's good. Mm-hmm. Because you it makes you think it's not only is it a missing movie, but it's a who done it movie. Yeah. Because she's missing. Who done it? You know, and you gotta it's almost like a sleuth movie where you're trying to figure out whatever and you got the whole sci-fi thing going on because there's that that underlying and you're trying to figure out you don't realize how much of them have their own identity, even though they're identical. Well each of them have like a little bit of a flaw that's not unique to the other one, but they have to become one person every day, but when they're behind the doors, they can be whoever they want. Which really freaked me out is because the ones we all know about the one part of the movie where the one sneaks out and hurts yeah. herself. Oh, and their children, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they all have to become the one person. Yep. So they have to lose the mm-hmm. tip of their finger also just to. Yep. Yep. Just to fit in, just to, just to be identical. The conf- it's, and you can also look at that as it's um, its own idealism or statement on conformity to society and body image to be accepted into society. Because they yes, it was 
an accident that caused it, but they had to conform to a body image of who they should be because only one could be the certain body image. And that's what they had to do. They could have, they could have said, well, then she lost privileges going out forever now. You know, she yeah. has to stay in. They could have said it that way too, but they did a whole conforming to be one, to be the one true one instead of yeah. like saying, oh, yep. That's yeah. very true. Mm-hmm. And this is this is an excellent movie, excellent excellent movie. Yeah, I, I like I said, it I it just kind of ticks all the boxes for me. It's it's a little bit sci-fi, it's dystopian, it's futuristic, and it's got newer pace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. You know, and you know, if you think about all the movies that she's been in, and you know, I'm not don't want to touch on that too much, but. She's a solid actress and has, has been a solid actress for a very long time now. Since she burst onto the scene, you know, with the dra- girl with the dragon tattoo, you know. So she has become more and more recognized as being, I don't know. I don't want to say she's a headliner, but she can hold her own in every movie. Absolutely. I think she's yeah, kind of underserved because, I mean... She's been in some big movies, but nobody ever really talks about her. No. She's understated. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because you know she doesn't she doesn't pull away from the plot. She always enhances the plot where it's not distracting. You know, well, you know, I hate to, you know, once again, you know, we're beating a, a dead horse here, you know, Hayden Christensen as Anakin. <laughs> You know, Skywalker, <laughs> yeah. you know, once again, <laughs> you know, how, you know, he took away, he was such a bad actor or whatever that he drew away from what, you know, the plot, he drew away from, you know, the movie itself. So therefore, you know, she is an actress that no matter what, she's not going to draw away from it. She's going to be good in it. And therefore, I think that's the way, you know, what it is. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Oh, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's a great movie. Great idea. Like, I never thought of a movie going this route. Like, it's, like you said, it's uh, Orphan Black. It's kind of a knockoff, but it's a movie type. And, well, and that was the difference. And I didn't, this didn't occur to me until I watched a review of this movie was that you have, as making a film, you have the luxury of killing off several of the main characters without, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't remember exactly how they put it. Repercussions? Yeah. like Repercussions to the plot. Like, you, you go into a John, you go into John Wick. You know John Wick isn't getting killed 20 minutes in. No. But in this movie, like, three or four of them were dead a half hour in. Yes. So you had no idea who was going to make it to the end, even though they're all the main character. And that made you think, you know, and then to have, you know, the actual, you know, you know, plot, you know, revealed that it was plotted by, you know, by Monday, you know, by Monday, you know, and that made it even more, I don't know, more, realistic to me because she was more of an individual that wanted to survive as an individual 
she was tired of the conformity. Mm-hmm. Not only was she tired of the conformity within her own household or her own family, she was tired of the conformity within her society. Right. And then even at that point, like the the big twist that I did not see coming is she was pregnant with twins. Yeah. And that's, I think that's why she made the deal to begin with. Like sell out her family to protect her children, I guess. Yeah. Like, she knew, I, I did not see that coming. And that's that's probably, you know, what I like the best about this movie is it showed the willingness of what one, I don't know if you want to say a mother, would do to protect who they had to protect. Just like initially her mother protected them by not going to the normal doctor route of yeah. getting... Yeah, so what will one do to protect themselves and their loved ones so basically her her flesh and blood became more important to her than her family, her sisters, because it wasn't they weren't her flesh and blood. Yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? And, yeah, and she did kind of have that moment of regret right before she died like protect mm-hmm. them. And there were two of the original seven that made it at the end. Yeah. They exposed the whole scenario where they were supposedly putting siblings into cryogenic sleep, but actually just burning them alive. Yeah, burning. Well, they. Fucked. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fucked. I mean, that's that, and that's that's actually reminiscent of Soylent Green. Let's be honest here. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely not. Which I'm surprised they didn't make them food. That would have been that would have been interesting. <laughs> That, yeah, they, they. I mean, honestly, they probably could have done that since there was a food shortage. Yeah, they were eating rats and stuff. That's right. Because mm-hmm. and even then, the overpopulation, what they were doing, wasn't working. You know, that's the whole point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, this. I mean, when uh, this one came out in two thousand and seventeen, right? Yes. Now I want to say. Um, like I said, it, it, it had been on my list for forever. And I finally got around to watching it during the pandemic, of course. Everyone got, everyone was able to watch everything during the pandemic, you know, because we all got caught up on everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because, you know, we were able to expand our horizon, which at that time, I think Netflix and other streaming services became so big during the pandemic, would they have ever become as big as they are if the pandemic had never happened? Yeah. Well, Netflix started getting big around, what, 2016, 2017, their movies? Netflix did, but with all these other streaming services. Oh, yeah. And, like, what you were saying, like, um, the woman in the window was supposed to be... That was was set in theater. theatrical release yeah. and then COVID happened so they sold it off to netflix yeah so and at that point in time do you call that really a netflix original movie or do you i mean i do you know, because that, it was a netflix they bought it and that is the only way you can watch it yeah it is yeah so yeah. i mean it wasn't That's... produced by netflix but they bought the rights to it i mean a lot of the foreign films are that way too like this one had an mm-hmm. uh, international release, but didn't get released in domestically. 
Yeah. Except for by Netflix. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a good, I mean, I honestly, when you said this movie, I was like, oh my God. I mean, like I said, I love this movie, you know, but it, once again, it was on my list of watching to watch for forever. And then there are so many out there. So I was trying to go re go through everything, what I needed to go through to see which one I really wanted to do. Mm. Yeah. So I would probably give this one a good eight. I want to say I'm going to give that a good eight, you know? I don't think I can rate this because we did a podcast on we it. We did do a podcast and on it. I do this not like remember. Yeah, I do not remember what I did my review on. So I don't want to give it two different ratings. Because, okay, that's fine. Yeah, you said it was about three years ago as we did this, right? Yeah, it was, it was probably right when it dropped, actually. Because, like yeah, I that's said, when we last saw it. So. I'm a Numi Rapace fan. Yeah, so, so I'll watch anything she fucking does. Do you remember what you ra- rated? I this don't last remember time? what I rated. Yeah, see, that's why I don't want to give it two different like reviews. I I do want to say that. I mean, there's the obvious comparison between this and Orphan Black, where mm-hmm. in Orphan Black you had five seasons to distinguish between the clones. Well, they ended mm-hmm. up with more, 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 yeah, more. Yeah, but great. this one, you had two hours to make seven different characters different. And yeah. I think it was done very fucking well. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree with that. that Not was... just in looks, but in mannerisms and just how they move everything. Like yeah. And once they... again, she's such a great actress because she was able to play each stereotype perfectly. Yes, I agree, yeah. Which, once again, adds to the movie, doesn't distract from the movie. Yes. No. So yeah. I would, I'd, I'd give this an eight and a half. I think this movie is inherently rewatchable. I've, I've watched it three times, I think, and I, I will watch it again for sure. Yeah, definitely. I would watch this one again too. Yeah. No, I totally agree. It's very watchable. Oh. Now, before we get into yours, we're uh-huh. talking about Numero Pace. Have you seen the trailer for Lamb? Oh, God. I have seen the trailer. I've seen it. I don't. I. I. I'm. That's I, insane. I'm trying to decide. <laughs> it's it's Numero Pace and A24. So, I'm. I'm yeah. In. <laughs> yeah. I'm game. I'll it looks fucked, it. and it's gotten pretty good reviews. But as I'm looking at it, it. I think so. I think it'd be good. I think it will be good. I just got to watch it. I just want to be able to watch it and enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. To me, it's like, it had that cult look, right? Is that... It had a, I mean, I don't know if it's cult, but. I don't know what you call it. That's the word that came out of my mouth right now, but. It looks fucked. Yeah, it's <laughs> not. Yeah. It's... Well, that's what A24 does. I love A24 movies. And going a little off rails a little bit. Have you checked out the Amazon, um, the Bloom, Blumhouse, Blumhouse ones? No, not yet. They're not like the bingo one. Like they're just like they're not. They don't look so great. Like last year, last year was great. There were a couple that were pretty. Yeah, good. but this year, like the bingo madhouse or whatever that one was, and. Um, I can't remember what the other one was. Um, 
There's a van- New Orleans vampire. Yeah, one. the New Orleans vampire. Yeah, that one. Looked- they all got bad ratings, and for a Blumhouse, I get really disappointed when I see that. But they cranked yeah. it out too quick. I think again. Yeah. Well, you know, once again, here they are. I mean, that's what they do. You know, they crank them out, you know, and they're actually pretty good. Most Blumhouse movies are really good. I mean, if you think about it, what New Line Cinema was synonymous with, like, horror movies in their 80s and 90s. It's just, yeah. it, they, yep. Oh, and let's talk about this before you get started. Halloween dropping. Yes. It drops Friday. 15, Friday. Uh, on Paramount. Yeah. Oh, uh, Peacock. Peacock. Peacock, Peacock, okay. Mm-hmm. Peacock, okay, got it, got it. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that's Friday. I mean, I do have Friday night off. Yeah. I'm so. hoping. I'm hoping to watch it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have I'm... to watch. Yeah, I, I would I like watch to watch the first, the first one, one and one. then the second. Yeah. It's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I did the first one when I did the Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Yeah. So the I'm first excited. one of this series part. <laughs> right. Uh, you get yeah. You yeah. got to differentiate them. I'm so excited, but yeah. All right, drum roll. <laughs> drop well, the hammer. What's it gonna be? You drop the hammer. I mean, I mean, there are so, like you said, there are so many out there. You know, you have, you have. There's just a couple that just dropped recently. Um, you're not alone in the house. Was actually yeah. kind of like, which is actually kind of like, uh, pretty little liars and freaking scream rolled up to one. You know, and then. Gunpowder milkshake. Oh, we did watch that. Yes, that, I enjoyed that's pretty that. good too. I like. I did that. like that. I which like that to me a lot. is kind of like to me is like John Wick mm-hmm. with women. And I mean, I'm just and and it, to me, like I told you, it reminded me a lot like um, um when with Jessica Alba and that um, Sin City. Yeah, had a Sin, Sin City and yeah, like you said. The um, John Wick, John Wick, Sin City mix, like you know, it's so very you, much like that. You know, and then I mean, I loved. I don't know if you guys seen any of the ba- the movie, The Babysitter. Yeah, yep. like, Babysitter yeah. Club. I, I, I would like both of those. You know, I was I kept them going over everything that they did, like the ritual platform, all these different platform ones that they released. Fantastic. Platform was one of my ones that I was gonna go with again, but. Again, I chose the most, you know, discussable one that I want to talk about. So yeah, well, I'm gonna go with one that clicked for me. That Netflix wasn't just reruns of TV shows. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. You no, know, back, you know, 2000. We're going back. We're gonna go back to uh, 2017 again. This is where I think I think 2017, four years ago, was Netflix's turning point in my mind. And I also want to say in general for um, more than just a place to go watch random stupid movies or B movies or C movies or direct movie. You know, this is where it clicked for me. Um, Bright. Bright? Bright. Okay. No. Okay, because I mean, when I saw who was all in the movie, once again, who's in it? Will Smith. Naomi, Will Smith, <laughs> Naomi Raypace, yep, Joel yep. Egerton. You know, you you know, just the list of all the actors that were in it. 
I think Which this means, was their first big budget, like. I think so. Throw I everything say, at it and do it. And I, that's what I'm saying. Okay. And I saw that. I'm like, oh, okay. That'd be kind of cool to watch, you know? Because I was like going, really? I was like, kind of like, really? I said, well, Smith is doing a movie on Netflix. You know, it was kind of like, you know, no. it was kind of like whatever. So I'm going to go over some of the numbers here real fast. So 2017, it's like a two hour, a two hour movie. Uh, hour and 57 minutes um you got 6.3 imdb 29 of metacritic and 27 percent rotten tomatoes um you know it's got six point it also has um a 6.8 for audience score however they want to call that you know yeah. on the audience score um which you know, like I'm looking at this, I'm going, really? I mean, I, I thought the Rotten Tomatoes would be a little bit better, but it's, you know, it's not certified fresh or whatever. Uh, your budget is $90 million, So that's a pretty big budget, you know, considering it's Netflix. You know, I don't know how much of that went to actors. You know, you kind of like wonder, you know, if it's actors or not actors. Um, it's, got a, it's got a little bit of everything. you got, like... The cop drama, you got like that lethal weapon thing going on, or yep. or if you want to even call it alienation thing going on. For sure. And then and then you also have like, you know, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, you know, orcs and elves living together yep. in the normal world. You know. But also David Ayer was the director, written by Max Landis. Now, I kind of like researched this a little bit. Max Landis is related to John Landis. He's John Landis' son. Right, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. So I was kind of like, hmm, I remember John Landis back in the day. So I'm kind of going, really? You know, I, you know, you think about that, you know, when I watched American Werewolf in London and, mm. you know, you all. So I was kind of like, and that kind of like was, oh, I want to kind of watch it. It's a basic theme. It's got, a, it's got, you know, you know, you got racial undertones. You have underlying, every, you know, racism and i mean there is the racism but it's reversed you know in this you know there it's against orcs yeah. and you know you have magic that is real but it's illegal and there's only certain people who can do it and they're trying it, oh yes it kind of the whole plot kind of bounces around a lot because it's trying to like appeal to i think such a mass group i think netflix was shooting for if we're spending 90 million on this we want to make sure that we hit every genre group out there that can watch this you know mm -hmm. will smith has always done these movies we'll we'll get that person and we'll get this person and we got the sci-fi we got the fantasy we got the action buddy movie they try to like i think that's where they missed a little bit on this but at the same time it, to me it was a solid plot you know once yeah, again I trying mean... to say trying to save the world action buddies learning to live with each other is the is the essence to me self-sacrifice you know it had everything there. I mean, I, did you guys see this movie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming, I'm assuming everyone did because it was like yeah. you said, one of their biggest ones that they, I think it was, they threw everything into it and said, okay, this is one of the ones that is marking us going. Now there's been much talk for this movie since it came out that, you know, they announced like in 2018 that they were going to do a sequel. Then they said like 2019, they're going to start sh shooting in Germany. And then it got like delayed. And as of right now, they're trying to shop around for a director. They haven't got one yet, but okay. I, I remember them uh, announcing it. But like yeah, I, they're still shop. 
Yeah, they got the actors to sign back on again. So I don't know how much that's going to cost, you know. But once again, you know, it's a lot of money to keep on going. But they're bringing all the actors, pretty much all the actors back again. Okay, well. Yeah. And they think there's a, I think they did a spinoff. And the Netflix, I think, did a spinoff on this. I don't know if it's still there, but I did read a little bit on this with its reviews. They have an an, uh, anime version of this, like an a cartoon version of this, Soul Samurai or something. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's got its own little genre and niche. And there's, you know, it still shows up on, you know, when you go to Netflix, you say, keep watching or play something. Yeah, Ever yeah. seen that? Yeah. And this is the ones that it does pop this one up every so often. I think because when you hit the play something button, this has like it hits five different categories, suspense, drama, you know, they try to appeal to such a mass thing. Now, does now when I saw this one, what initially I said drew, drew me to this one was the fact that they got such big actors to do the Netflix, whatever. And of course, Naomi Roypace in this is phenomenal, also as, you know, the elf. Yeah. You know, and all even Joel yeah. Egerton being transformed into the orc was quite. I thought was really good makeup. I don't know how you want to call that because it wasn't CGI; it was makeup. Yeah, you know, for so sure. so I think I like that a lot better sometimes than CGI. Yeah, if you can pull it off practically, that that is most certainly the way to go. And I, we saw this when it first came out. I don't think I've rewatched it. I don't know about you. I have not rewatched it, so it's been like four or five years. So I remember kind of... it like when it came out, getting kind of beaten up in the reviews, but I I liked it. The melding yeah. of the cop buddy cop movie and the fantasy aspect to actually have orcs and all that stuff living in los angeles you know what i'm saying they're yeah, living you... it's like they're they're coexisting i mean that's kind of like so it's it was wasn't like it just happened it's been happening always you right. know and it's mm. just so you know it's just something that they we've all had and there's like that same racial tension between races or whatever with different races that we never thought there would be tension with you know if elves showed up at our door would we be against them you know that's the whole thing but yeah and consider yeah it definitely touches on the race relations the uh authority being a little too heavy with their shit Mm -hmm. it kind of touches on all that shit that kind of bubbled up in the last couple years yeah yeah exactly and like I said, and I think sometimes you just want to see a good buddy cop movie. You do. You do. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some, and it was, it kind of plays the same way where Will Smith, it, I mean, what do you call him? Uh, he's not a racist. He's a. A orcish, I, I guess he he doesn't oh, yeah. really like orcs or whatever the hell he is, and his partner is just—he was like a rookie or something, right? Like yep, first yep, day he was on a the rookie. job. Yep. And so yep. slowly their partnership develops. I, I mean, that's just a good story. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, it's like putting the two oddballs together. You know, it's like the Lethal Weapon with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover being put together. Yeah. 
You have the old nice. cop and the crazy cop. You have Alien Nation where it's Mandy Patinkin and James Kahn. You know, you know, it's putting two total opposites, more than just total opposites, not like the odd couple, you know, like on TV, but it's like they can't be more opposite, not just because of their personalities, but because of what they are. Yeah. What and, they were born. Yeah. And their methods and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the visuals on this one, too, you know, you can see that really in all honesty, Netflix did not really try to spare any money. They use, and it's 2017, so you're looking at, like, almost five years ago. Let's be honest here yeah. because we're almost into 2022. You know, they so production probably began, began on this in 2000 and what, 16, maybe? Oh, so yeah, at the latest probably. Yeah. At the latest. So you're looking at the technology from there. And even then, but you know, now it's a little dated. But you can tell that they really didn't spare, even though it was a streaming service, they you they they spent a good amount of money on their production value of everything. And that was kind of what was nice to me to watch this as a Netflix movie because um it was like it could almost been theater quality because I had begun to think of Netflix as just like a second rate or a second run. I, you know what I'm saying? Right. Not, not like the B movies, but yeah, they had tons of let's Netflix and binge or whatever. They, you know, you would watch all the reruns of Friends or you would watch all the reruns of this or you'd have like pretty pink pony going on. Yeah, they had a lot of things streaming, but it wasn't always what you wanted to see streaming. Yeah. And at yeah. that point, most of it wasn't original they were no it wasn't had the licensing to put something on yeah they had the license this one's an actual original original made for netflix which i thought was you know a jump a leap of faith let's go they're like there's like you said you had a list of 1700 that you looked at (laughs) going through you know i cannot tell you how many i've watched you know i've watched like every single they have like their own formula when they do like they have like dancing movies out there and rom com movies, and it's like watching Hallmark sometimes, you know. Well, yeah, we we watched the Princess Switch. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we there did. We, go. we did a podcast on that. See, you know, and the, you know, sometimes, and the, sometimes that's what you need. You need that lighthearted movie. Yeah, like you know what? We actually had a friend that told us to do it, so we did it. So. And then the Princess Switch came out too, and we were like, "Why the hell not?" <laughs> Why the hell we not? The, Let's just go we ahead already and did do the it. first one. Let's just do this one. Like nobody told us to do it, but we did the first one. We were asked to do it. So why not? Yeah, I'll do a so, movie on whatever. I have no problem. You know, and that's the whole point. You know, you know, a lot of this stuff, you know, was you know, you know, made. For sometimes I think just to be on streaming services like this, you know, mm-hmm. there, you know, some, you know, you talked about Army of the Dead, you know, would it have been as big? I mean, it was, the, that was like one of the number one movies on Netflix for like a month straight yeah. within yeah. the top 10. And how many it actually got watched. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Zack Snyder, and great it's, director. It's getting a prequel. And yeah. mm-hmm. at the end of this month. The Woman in the Window. Well, let's just talk about that for a minute. Like, it's mm-hmm. the Hitchcock, you know, knockoff of uh, Rear Window. Rear, Rear Window. With Jimmy Stewart, yeah. Which yeah. I know that you probably have issues with because 
if you're a true like Hitchcock, Hitchcockian, fan, you're not gonna you're not gonna be a big fan of this movie. But at the same time, you know, in all honesty, some things do get remade, you know. And I don't I want to say Woman in the Window. I don't want to say was made, but not a lot of fanfare, and it was wasn't hyped as the second coming of Alfred Hitchcock or whatever, but it, it's released and it's making its own little quiet way of watching everything. It's not, I don't think it was throwing it in your face having to be compared to Rear Window. Mm-hmm. It tried, It's trying to stand on its own. Yeah. So I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I mean, and Russell, you know, Wyatt Russell, he's, he's a baller. I like him a lot. I don't know if you've you probably never seen um, his TV show, the um, Lodge Forty Nine. Lodge Forty Nine. I don't think I have. It's a very stupid kind of AMC kind of TV show, but it's good. And it's so crazy that he's Goldie Hawn and Russell. Um, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's uh, kid. Yeah, it is. It is. And so, like, you, you you look at him, and you're like, holy shit. Like, he does a little Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell mix in. Like, yeah. It's kind of, it's a great, he's a great character. And everything he plays. And you saw him on Marvel, didn't you? He's in the Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier. You know? See, I didn't watch that yet. So now, what was I going to say? Did you anyone take the time to watch? Um, oh, Blood Red Sky. Did not watch it. I watched the trailer, and uh, I do want to see that movie for sure. Yeah, because there, are, like I said, there's so many, so many Netflix that- originals. Oh my god! Yeah. Like yeah, I mean, well, I had watched Nola Holmes. I had watched like Rim watch of the Nola World. Holmes. Rim of the World. I mean, I watched so many. Close. Did you watch? Did you take a moment to watch Close, Close? with Numi Rapace? Yep. Yep. I of course. Just want to make sure. <laughs> want to make sure. <laughs> gotta make sure. You know, gotta enjoy that one. You know. So, but <laughs> I guess you know a streaming service. Okay, so I oh I oh I'm sorry, I didn't rate I didn't rate bright. Yeah, we I'm gonna should. give bright. I'm, I'm gonna give bright an eight because, like I said, it opened my eyes to looking at Netflix for original movies. That's, Up until then, I didn't. I forgot That's about this movie point. a little bit. We watched it when it first came out. Didn't have time to rewatch it, but I think I give it a seven point three. Yeah. Just because I don't remember a lot, a lot, but I gave my movie six point five. But again, I didn't have time to rewatch it, and I more chose my movie to talk about it. So, yeah, I get about seven point three. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't watched it in a minute, but I'm probably be here with seven and a half. Yeah, I remember it being very rewatchable. Yeah, yeah, but I, like I said, I think. With all the streaming services out there now, every, each streaming service has upped their game on original content. Whether or not 
it's Prime or Hulu or any of these. Well, that's you what know. we just talked about is like um, we talked about it after we chose this one, this topic. It'd be fun to, like after we do the Star Wars one next, like do an Amazon Prime, you know, original, original movie. Yep. And do like all these streamings because they don't get announced a lot. And you can come, no, they don't. And I just saw a preview, and I can't remember the name of it, but it's a Black Swan knockoff on Amazon Prime. And, okay. And Black Swan's one of my like I like that bal- ballerina kind of drama. Um, it's like a peacock or p um. Oh. Paramount. No, that's the name of the movie. It's like. It's the name of a bird. Shit. It's on my Amazon um, Prime list, but um, I wish I could remember. It's the name of a bird, I think. Is it out yet or no? Yeah, it's out. It's like. I'm like, I'm like in Amazon Prime right now. Looking at it real fast. Add it to my list. And I remember the trailer. I just don't remember what it was called. Birds of Paradise. Kate, is it a... Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah. Looks good. Does look good. Yeah, that I just randomly came across it the other day. I was like, um, I'm adding it to my list. That looks good as heck. Gonna have to watch that. But... Gotta love it. Yeah, it has a good vibe of um, the my favorite movie, um, Black, Black Swan. Swan. Yeah, it's your favorite movie? It's one of mine. That's a good one. It's just got that whole drama feel to it. Oh, so we got to do next week. Next week is going to be the last, last Jedi. Jedi. Last Jedi. Wait, oh, or is it Han Solo? No, I go. I'm. Per- oh, oh, now you got me second guessing myself. Out. I'm pretty sure it's Last Jedi, then Solo, then Rise. Okay. Sometimes I feel like the things got all scoobly for a little bit. Who knows? Yeah, I think that's right. Last Jedi was 2017. Yeah. Solo was 2018. Yeah. All right, so it's Last Jedi. Okay. Yep. I'm kind of curious to see how these conversations go after we got through Rogue One. (laughs) (laughs) I've got some shit to say. <laughs> oh boy! Here we go. We're ready for this. Yes, we are. It's gonna get a little nasty, I think. Yeah, we got to. It might happen. That it might happen. To the best of us. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I think well, we're already trying to think about for next week. Let me go look at my schedule. Just want to make sure we can get our game face on. I mean, it's like we only have to watch one movie, so it's not like that big of a deal. Yeah, you know? I yeah. can do any time in the next three, two, four days. There's nothing on schedule for me, so. 
I have, I can do, oh my God, I have Monday off. Next week, Monday, I have off. What? Huh. We could do Monday night. That works. Or even Tuesday night. Or even, Wednesday, or even Wednesday night. <laughs> Let's do Monday if you want. Okay, that works. <laughs> okay, well, looking forward to next week. I'm looking forward. So it's Last Jedi. Yay. Last Jedi. All right, we got a lot to say, I think. I think we do. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to get a little nasty. Well, you know. It's allowed to get a little nasty once in a while, especially when things get let down. <laughs> so we're definitely gonna have to do um um the str- the single barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we got yeah, half because... a liter left, so might as well stay to that. Okay. All right, still loving this shit. Still loving it. Awesome. Well, have a good night. Okay, I'll talk to you later. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye. Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything. Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained. So come back for more... Booze Booze and and Bullshit. Bullshit.